Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. On today's show, how much is the Mahomes effect worth? Identifying Casey's biggest advantage on Sunday and the Chiefs' health is trending in the right direction. Special guests include Trey Wingo at 11.10, Nate Taylor at 11.30, Greg Cassell at 1, and Jordan Schultz at 1.15. Now, one guy who got the other guy sick, and the other guy may have gotten Chris Jones sick, Cody Tapp and Alex Gold. Who's who in this whole scenario? Who did I get who's, sick? Who's who? You said one guy that got the other guy sick who got Chris Jones sick. So are you implying that one of you got me sick initially and then I got Chris Jones sick? No, Is that what you're no, implying? No, because you haven't been in direct proximity to Chris I, Jones. I haven't. That's why exactly I think you right. you got Cody uh, sick and then Cody got Chris Jones sick. Where was night. I hanging out with Chris Jones? Media night. You were at oh. opening night, opening night. For, for media. I have not, and we're going to talk more about this a little bit later on. We'll maybe get Nate Taylor's thoughts on it as well. But I have not been near any any Chiefs player in at least three but weeks. But you know how you know how things can spread, right? Very contagious. All you got to do is and give it to one person. That one person gives it to. Didn't you watch person. Osmosis Jones when they like shook hands <laughs> and then that guy pretty and much got what, sick? The, pand- the pandemic. You ever heard of it? <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you this too. I'll, I'll tell you this as well. Chris Jones reportedly has like congestion. I wish that was the problem that I had earlier in the week. That's not. By the way, I feel great. Everybody today. experiences. I feel great. Everybody the, experiences uh, different th- symptoms. This. Yeah, but if it's a stomach po- food poisoning uh, or stomach bug, it's different. Medically, also, that's not accurate. I was informed today that Boomer Esiason now dealing with what I so had. So you got Boomer sick too. Jeff Schwartz yesterday told me he was already de- – I'm just giving everybody's medical history out now. Jeff Schwartz Hippo. was telling me uh, he was doing what I'm doing. So basically what I'm saying is there's obviously something going around. Today is the best I have felt all week, and there was a solution to it. Cody, I'll give you a ton of credit for this. Cody, at one point last night, after we were at our great party, which we'll talk about in a second from over at Pub Rock Live and with Arrowhead Pride, we had a ton of fun last night, and we appreciate uh, those of you that, that came out to that. Uh, a ton of Chiefs fans, of course, in Arizona and fans of 610 Sports Radio. Um, but as we're driving back from that, that party, Cody says, "Go like you haven't ate. You haven't ate. You, you, want, you want some Chipotle? You want some? You know what? I was like, it's you know like what? an alcoholic <laughs> that needs a drink, man. He needed yeah. that back in his and system. And here's what happened. We dropped Nick off at the Airbnb. Cody was kind enough. Drove over to the Chipotle. We get in line. Cody got some food as well. And I had myself a good old-fashioned rice bowl. And let me tell you, knocking on wood here, I'm back, guys. I'm back. back. I'm back. My body must have been rejecting me not having Chipotle. I feel great. Uh, I don't have no emodium today. Every, nothing no last night. Nothing today. No crackers. I'm, we're, we're back, baby. We're good to go. Okay. Do you think that maybe just time could have 
assisted in you feeling I, better as a person? I, think it was I don't know, man. Like. I think it was just my body wanted that that fantastic rice bowl and some steak and some pico. All, oh. Fresh steak too, dude. Right. Now, I didn't eat, I didn't eat the whole bowl, but that was okay. I was pacing myself. I think we're good, Nick. I think we are good to go. And you guys are both healthy, so we're we're full steam ahead. And look, this Super Bowl's in three days. Okay, the Super Bowl's in three days. It's go time. Yeah, no, it is go time for everybody, specifically you, I guess, now. The, the level of energy from one day to the next is pretty startling. I will give you that. <laughs> now, you definitely seem better. I, mean, I am. Were, you were, I feel you were, so much better. You've been a lifeless corpse for the last I was worried, and, and I apologize. A, and that's not a criticism. It's just a statement <laughs> of fact. We've been kind of dragging your f- bag of bones around for the last couple of days. You it's guys good have. to see you back. I, I appreciate it, uh, you guys picking up the slack, no question. The, the three days away from the Super Bowl, it is always hard because until you get to game day, till you're like, you know, watching the pregame on the TV or sitting in the stadium if you're lucky enough to go or any of those things, it is hard to conceptualize. We are just a like less than a handful now of days away until the Chiefs play in the Super Bowl again. I don't want to like minimize that part of it because, you know, like they'll do their media stuff this morning. The Chiefs, uh, our guy Pete Sweeney, Nate Taylor, those guys are at it right now. And then it'll be done. And then there'll be no more distractions, no more nonsense. No more coming down here that you have to do stuff. No more having to talk to the media for the 700th day. No <laughs> circus on Monday. You know, Andy had the game plan out last week. Now it is just it's 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 just time to actually focus on the only thing we're talking about here. Like at the end of the show, I heard Bob mention because it's a problem. It's a massive swing game in the Andy Reid legacy department and so many others. Because if Andy loses this and he's one in three in Super Bowls, I mean it's cool to go to Super Bowls, but you don't want to be one in three in them. That's not a good way to address this. And when you talk about like the legacy of Mahomes and all of this, we just know. What a swing game it is for all of these guys. I, you know, obviously, I think Mahomes getting to another Super Bowl. I know in 2019 we're like, we don't know when this is going to happen again. Look, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs are going to end up playing in another Super Bowl again under Patrick Mahomes. I feel pretty good about that. That doesn't mean I want to take anything away from how much this one can start the dialogue of what comes really next. You know what? I actually I want to pass a motion. Uh, can we start doing that, by the way, as well? Can oh, okay, we, sure. Can we suggest motion? What is it called? Um, not a suggestion. Uh, proposal. I want proposal. to <laughs> I want to propose something. For the rest of the week, what you can't, what nobody can say what you just said. From now until Monday morning. We just talk about the game? No, no, no. Nobody can talk about how we're pretty sure they'll be back here. We're pretty sure this won't be the last Super Bowl. Because I, I think that's a lot, there's famous last words for a lot of great quarterbacks and a lot of teams yeah. that saw like this window ahead. That's all like, oh, this is just the beginning. Like the Bengals said that last year. The Bengals were here a year ago, and I'm sure they're thinking to themselves, we got a second-year quarterback, second-year wide receiver, first-year wide receiver, young roster, this great, we'll talented right nucleus. There. We're going to be yeah, in the no, look, every year. You just never know. You just never know. So I feel like over the next four days we need to – we need to appreciate the fact this is the third time in four years you've been no, here. No, you, you have to soak it in. You, you have to soak it in. And uh, as we've discussed, not even just being here in Arizona, but if you're someone that's listening back in Kansas City, and again, hope everybody's staying safe in KC. We understand there was some snow today, and roads were a mess this morning. Kids were out of school uh, today and everything, so hope everybody's fine back in KC. But uh, soak up all the attention your city's getting, like all the city, attention your city and your team and how, how everybody's talking you up. Like this is – still supposed to be something that uh, doesn't happen on a regular basis. We've just been fortunate enough to have it. And, yeah, like, Cody, if you're asking me to bet uh, on would the Chiefs be in another Super Bowl in the next five or ten years, yes, of course I would bet it. But to Nick's point, like, you just never know. There's 
weird injuries happen for things. You know, there's coaching changes. There's there's just so many things that go into it. And there's new guys that come in the league that are drafted and, and play a role in that. So you, you just never know. But it is crazy. We're, we're three days away, guys, from another Super Bowl. It is, it is Super Bowl 57 uh, here in Arizona. And as the week has gone on, I do think not only here on Radio Row, but like you do start to sense things are getting a little more like a little more serious in a way. Well, because you realize you realize how much it's how much it sucks to have to come in on Monday if they lose, like to your job, <laughs> well, to your life, yeah. to our job. It doesn't matter. Like you just realize how much worse it is to be on the other side because you experienced it two years ago. Now it's been enough years removed that you're like, you know what? I don't quite remember how how good that felt. I remember more easily how bad it felt. Because that was only two years ago. The win, a few years back of that, you know, like three years, it starts to feel like, no, nah, I want that feeling again. I want that back. I want you and I standing there on a Wednesday overlooking a parade talking about the guys coming down. Like, I, I want that part again. Yeah, you, you kind of want this high that everybody's on right now to, to roll on yeah. uh, for, for Chiefs fans because it, it truly does change the entire uh, mentality of the city. It, you know, when, when your team is winning and going through this three-week run of the postseason and now another week, really, it's a month-long buildup. We all remember it from in the Royals as well, what that meant yeah. for the entire month of October. The Chiefs have done this now multiple times where it, it changes the mentality and, and, and changes everybody's mood and the, the pride for the city. And if they, if they lose or if they win, it definitely changes how much longer you know, all next week and what next week could bring. You mentioned the, the parade. But truly what next week can be in Kansas City Knowing the momentum already the city has heading into the draft, we saw there's actually right outside the media yeah. center here, uh, there's always the, the next city that's going to host the Super Bowl has their own little, you know, convention visitors bureau deal. That's Vegas, of course, so they have a little area set up. But there's also an area set up that says Kansas City, and it's showcasing Kansas City. That's because the next really marquee NFL event after this is, is the draft, and that's going to be in our city. Nick and I had one dinner with a nice couple of David and Pedro, and he automatically changed his flight to Monday. He's like, you know what? Feeling it now. Super well, Bowl week, baby! Wow. Well, okay. And then Nick changed you his just, flight. You buried the lead there, though. <laughs> like, you, you, you could have set that up more dramatically. Okay. I thought it was pretty good. But you've got you to gotta slow, you got to you know, ease into it. Like, I, if I would have done it, I would have said, uh, breaking news, guys. Yes. I'm staying till Monday. <laughs> all right. I'm officially staying till Monday. So now after all this, we're all here through Monday. And I don't have a ticket. Let me make that oh. very clear. Not I yet. Not yet. I don't have a ticket or a credential to get into this game on Sunday. But uh, I. This doesn't seem like the type of event you can just sneak into. Something tells me based no, I don't think security. I'll be. I don't think I'll be sneaking in. But I do feel like there are things happening. There are things happening Wheels around me. Wheels are in me. motion. I have this magnetic energy around me that makes me feel like there's a chance I'm getting into this damn game. I'm getting into this damn game, and it's a risk worth taking. You know, it's basically a $300 risk. Ah, a little bit. It's a little bit. Six hundred. It's a little bit more, more than a three hundred. Eight hundred dollars, <laughs> uh, something the, like that. Yeah, the change in flight prices was uh, was hefty, but you know what? Even if I'll tell you this much, even with the price change. For, from flights, if I go to the Super Bowl, I will be getting in um, yeah. at a significantly cheaper of rate than 99% That's of the you, public. you, you got to take You'll advantage of it. You'll be getting in, which will make you different than 99% of the public for starters. Yeah, yeah. Of course, our radio But I'm row not different than the public, by the way. Just just please want to <laughs> get that out there. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, sure. Alex. Go ahead. Our, uh, our radio row coverage brought to you by Ray Gunn and Baker University. And last night, we were out at Pub Rock Live. Uh, for the Arrowhead Pride Radio Show, a special edition of that. Pete Sweeney was with us. Dane and Hughes stopped by on the show. Uh, Neil Smith was out there. Nick Lowry, Christian Okoye, uh, just to name a few of the former Chiefs that were there. And that, that was a ton of fun. Thinking of Ray Gunn, people love the shirts. 
Uh, in particular, we, one popular. we knew was going to be very popular. The smoking on that Joe Burrow was probably the most popular T-shirt that we it was were. Either that one or the Georgie Porgy pudding pie. I don't it's, know it's that tough one. To I had one person, no joke. I threw out the shirt, the Georgie Porgy, and I kid you not, she comes back up. She goes, "Oh, I don't want that one." <laughs> and hands it back <laughs> and handed it back. She wanted the smoking on a Joe Burrow. She wanted the Jody Fortson shirt. She should have been. She should have been thankful for what she got. If I if, that, if I would have seen that happen, I would have made sure she didn't walk out of there with anything. But this is how she said. You know, she we tried to give her the Marquez one too, and she's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> want this one." She sounds ungrateful. I wouldn't have given her anything. We those shirts were gone in about five seconds, though, and we do appreciate everybody went out and a lot of, a lot of compliments. And again, you can go to Ray Gun's website if you if you like some of those that maybe you saw in a certain photo or, or two. Yeah, from the event last night, we had a great time. By the way, great crowd. Last night at uh, Pub Rock Live, yeah, the place I mean, was packed the entire time. Plus, Nick ate two dinners. Oh in my God! Hey, you, had, you had so, two dinners. Dude, it okay, was so impressive. You guys he know, ate three full street tacos. You guys know. Then went back and ordered a giant. <laughs> I like to eat. We we have established <laughs> this, and I like to snack during the show. Well, I didn't snack at all yesterday. I had I think like a granola bar, and some peanut butter crackers between you know when we woke up at six a.m. and when we. Got to Pub Rock Live at five, so we got out there at six. So we have about twelve hours. That's all I'd eaten, and you think maybe my stomach shrank a little bit. So I went and got three El Pastor tacos. I was like, these are delicious. <laughs> I'm still hungry, and then I saw Cody get this just this heap of a quesadilla. I mean, it's like a it looks like a stack of flap ca- uh, flapjacks. So I go back and I like give me give me a quesadilla, and I housed that thing as well. <laughs> it was impressive. Put me on my ass though. I was in bed by nine o'clock last night. You just called. You called it early. I know. We lost you about. I think we lost you about like five forty-five. About 5.45, Nick was, Nick was done for the day. I was done. You were done for the day. But, but you know what? Look at us now, man. I we're feel reinvigorated. Whole show's back. Yeah, we are back. I feel good. It's going to be the best day <laughs> of the week so far, guys. I got a feeling. I think so, man. I, I certainly think that is the case. Now, the Chiefs and, and Eagles, uh, every guest I feel like we've had on so far, we'll see how it pans out today, has brought up, all right, 1 through 53, the Eagles are the better team. And then they all still will admit, of course, but it worries me that they have Patrick Mahomes, as as the Eagles should be worried, right, for, for that. So how, how much is Mahomes actually worth in that entire scenario? Like, how much is the Mahomes effect worth? Now, I will tell you, like, if you want the official answer that Vegas would claim to tell you based off of spread, as of a year ago, they believe Mahomes was worth four and a half or five points. So like, that's, that's the actual, that's the actual point. Now, that changes year to year. That was as of 2021. We could talk with Trey Wingo a little bit later on. Uh, about that he's going to join us uh, coming up later uh, in the show but like that that is the one thing I cannot get over I think it sounds like you can't either is all right late in the game if it is close as long as Eagles don't jump out to that quick first quarter lead if it is close what happens when there's five or six minutes to go do you trust Patrick Mahomes or do you trust Jalen Hurts and yes Jalen Hurts is also injured as well as much as we talk about the ankle injury for Mahomes he's also got a bad shoulder he does, and I think that that hasn't been made new big a deal because people are like no he's fine I'm like what you haven't seen him do anything you cannot prove to me that he is fine. I understand that the shoulder injury should feel better, but if you've ever looked at any kind of like chart of how deep he's throwing gold, it's not all that deep. The thing that stands out to me, this is the Mahomes factor, and this is why I know it's worth probably what you're saying. I think it's actually probably worth five or six points because Patrick Mahomes has played 93 games. In those 93 games, he has either been in the lead or inside of one score 90 times. I can promise you that over the last three years, Jalen Hurts has been blown out more than that. Okay, it's three times, three times that going into the fourth quarter, he wasn't inside of a score, right? Every single game he plays is close. I remember for a while, I remember he hadn't he hadn't played in a single game that wasn't at least one score. That tells me that Mahomes operates at a completely different level. I do think the Mahomes factor matters. 
when we're picking these games or when we're trying to make these decisions against uh, opponents and we're like, oh, you know, I think you and I only picked against the Chiefs once in official predictions. This Bills game. The Bills game. They obviously lost two more times, and that was it. But the Mahomes factor is where I get hung too. Like, when I'm making these things, I'm like, hey, do you think, like, uh, he's like, hey, his ankle's really hurt, and they're playing Cincinnati, and that might be one of the better rosters in the NFL. I'm like, yeah, but Mahomes, he 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 has something. I, I don't say that about any other quarterback in the NFL now that Tom Brady's retired. That just, he is inherently worth something that I can't quantify. It's just him in the league, and it's worth several points in my opinion. And look, the, uh, uh, the time and time again, we have, we have seen Patrick Mahomes, of course, do the necessary wild throw or play that's required. I go back to 2019 AFC title game against Tennessee, that run where you know if you're Tennessee, you're thinking he's going out of bounds, and instead he stays in bounds and, and, and has one of the most epic runs and plays of his future Hall of Fame career. Um, I think we all look at the ankle injury differently now as well, considering he had two more weeks to get it uh, healthy, and now – uh, today is going to be, as Andy Reid said, their toughest practice of the week. Like, that's what's exciting about today heading into to this as well is this is the practice where they're really going to test his ankle. They're going to test the ankle of Kadarius. Tony, Andy Reid did have his media session a little bit earlier on today and said, look, the guys haven't played in two weeks. Like, they're ready. At this point, yeah, they're, you know, they're itching. They're, 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 they're kind of sick of all the hoopla around everything. They're, they're ready for it. And I'm sure they're, at the very top of that list is, is Patrick Mahomes because we know they don't say anything leading up, but they have seen and they've heard all week long most national media outlets are picking Philadelphia. The Chiefs are officially underdogs. And I would have thought the line would have moved by now, and it has not, which, means, which means the Chiefs, there's a very They're good chance Patrick Mahomes is going to be a dog, really, for the first time in a playoff game. Uh, Fifteen consecutive playoff yeah. games, he has been the betting favorite. Yeah, so because that line eventually moved on the Cincinnati one. So this had been a, been a long time, man. A really long time since anything close to, you know, like even a one-point dog, I get it. They're telling you it's a toss-up game. But if it's a toss-up game, I gotta choose what a third-year quarterback who hasn't played or Patrick Mahomes. I don't have a choice. I have to take Mahomes. Like the whole experience thing. Like you're talking about, like they're ready, they're excited. It's been two weeks. You know, the Eagles only have like two guys on their roster who've actually played in a Super Bowl. The Chiefs don't have a ton either. Like I'll admit, there's a bunch of players who were never on this roster in 2019. They're not familiar with playing in a Super Bowl. But the guys who have are the their best players. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, it doesn't matter. Like, the guys you really need, they've all played in these multiple times. So, if, And the rookies don't seem to care. Like, Pete last night on Aaron Pride Radio, he pointed out, like, he's asked multiple guys, Jalen Watson's like, rookie? No, that's not, you must be talking to someone else. Like, even they've accepted that's not who we are. And I think that that's going to play a big factor in this game. Like, we, I know we got to give official predictions tomorrow, but, I mean. Do we have to? Like, is that required? I'm not you're doing not, it. That's, I'm straight up not doing it. You're just not going to do that. No. no. It's Super Bowl week, Nick. Come on. <laughs> He's already saying no. Uh, Nick, uh, actually, we'll let Nick go. I just saw prime time. Deion Sanders walked by. I'm sure Nick, go, go, go ahead and get him on the show, please. Tell him I own a Colorado uh, hoodie. Dude, I wish you were wearing your Colorado hoodie today. Because that would have been our only chance. Only remote chance of him, even, him even speaking two words into the microphone. He's obviously only doing some big-time national stuff, but yep. he's the only college football coach, active college football coach here on Radio Rail. Primetime. Tell uh, him I got accepted to go to Colorado the, uh, one to, to college. That should really oh, come okay. as a coach. Yeah. coach He'll probably yeah, I would say just come right over then, yeah. Morty. Coach Prime is very smart. He's very smart. He's got the whole recruiting thing figured out. Does he want that Radio Kansas Row. City recruiting market? Come on, Dion. There is talent in the Kansas City area. Absolutely there is. Okay, you know what? When our Vintern comes He later, saw you wear a shirt that says UMKC. He said, oh, look, I'm not going on with a show with a, a rival college or anything. Rival college? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. UMKC in Colorado. Those are rival colleges hey, you, now? I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. 
Can't, why would he? Why would he talk to you if you're not representing his school? You know, uh, that's a fair point. That's a really good point, Cold. The one that's time you could have worn your Colorado hoodie, which would have been beneficial. The one time was today. Was I supposed to know that Dion was just going to be here today? I don't know. You keep wearing the UMKC one. I know. It's like a nice, easy jacket to put on. I only brought like three or four things as like overlayer clothing. Hmm. And I thought, I didn't think to bring okay. the co- I didn't even pack the color. You should have seen everybody's we head. We can't even like send Nick back to have me put it on just you, to try to convince you, him to come. You should have seen everybody's head turn, though, when he, when he walked by. Even there's like four or five, well, poli- you don't poli- even four or five police officers that are like right behind Nick. Of course, they're staying very close Nick to Nick. Like they have not moved away from Nick. And they both, they all pull out their phones to get photos. Well, what I think is interesting is that you don't really have to be famous to get people to pay attention to you. You just need to have a huge media team. <laughs> It'll so think they're thinking if you're something you special. have five people following you around, people are going to turn their heads because they're going to assume that you are important. Yeah, so I mean, Dion, Dion was obvious anyway, but you're correct. Like, if, like even if okay. Cody was wearing, if, if Cody was wearing something, and Nick, we had five people around him. It is true. If you so, put me in like a jacket with like silver feathers, like that guy yesterday, and I just looked like really polished and put together, and there were like ten people behind me, yes, yeah, somebody would think I was important. I think actually, I think the move would be, you know, Vinny Pasquantino is going to be down here with Michael Massey. Yeah, he's we're having two in- interns from he's the Royals. Six four. <laughs> if we all followed him around, you know, and just like one of us is holding a Manila folder, one of us has a clipboard with like a fake schedule on uh-huh. it. And nobody can smile. That's the big thing, too. You cannot look like you're happy to be here. The second you look happy, they're going to know something's up. If we all look pissed and angry the whole time, they're going to assume that Vinny, even if they don't know who he is, they're going to assume he is someone important because he's big, he's tall, looks like an athlete. I think there's some, I think there's some potential. Let's just do a few laps. Just see, see if happens. we can get somebody. Like see if anybody comes I, up to us. I think to go further on that, all you have to do is – do that and then just go sit down at a radio station. And be like, oh, we're ready for, like, hey, he's ready for his 1230 We had you at 115? We had you at 115, right? That's what we do, Nick? Yeah. Just have him sit down. Okay. I like this strategy. They are coming later today. I like this strategy. We're mixing it up a little bit. That's right. Let's have a little fun on Radio Row. I don't think we've done nearly enough pranking of other shows. That's for sure. We haven't done any. Yeah, that's be, not I mean, enough. We did appear on Australian radio, though, so we're international. That now. wasn't a prank, though. That was just. <laughs> that was a real interview. That was just an interview. Nick booked us on an international radio station. Yep. So not just national caliber radio host. We are now international. international. That's huge. <laughs> international. Watch out. Caliber I, radio host I, I, on Specs nervous. Top, top 18 <laughs> show. <laughs> top 18 show, international I, radio host. I, I Numbers I going up. I don't think without the 18th ranking we would have been on the Australian show yesterday. There's no way. That, that changed everything for us. No, no. I don't. I feel different this morning. Do you guys feel different this morning, knowing that you're the 18th ranked? Well, not 19th. We not t- we're definitely not 19th ranked. We found out yesterday. Yeah, but do you feel different <laughs> to having woken up this morning, knowing? No, that I feel. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't care about that thing at all. If you want me to be completely honest, that whole ranking is stupid. If I didn't care about it before, why should I care about it now? And if they had that other show 19th, and that invalidates the entire <laughs> list. Ooh. Seriously, no. Come on, <laughs> come on. That other show is horrible. So if they have them 19th, really then why the should I value like that Nick's, ranking? Like in Cody said, we don't really listen to that other show for a lot of reasons. You know, most notably, we're on the air. I've heard clips, and it's <laughs> not good. It is not good. <sighs> Feels good to be top 18. They should lock the doors tonight. They should lock the doors. Yeah, just don't open them tomorrow. Why? For that station. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant here. Yeah, close the doors. I thought you there. meant here. Close up shop. It's over. What a run. 
Coming up next, we'll continue our coverage. We're breaking from, already? From radio. Well, on that note, on that note, we are that here feels on like a radio minute early, row. doesn't it? Um, <laughs> brought to you by Raygun and Baker University. Everybody's tweeting at me, blaming me for the health of Chris Jones. We'll get to the bottom of that. And what kind of plan will we actually see from Spags? Coming up next here from Radio Row in Arizona. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back live in Phoenix is Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Schwartz with you. And we are brought to you by Ray Gunn and Baker University. Coming up around 11.15, Trey Wingo of Caesar Sportsbook going to join us. We'll get his thoughts on this game, of course, on Sunday in particular. Uh, it is the first Super Bowl in a legalized sports wagering state. We know now this is the first Super Bowl for many of you listening back in Kansas City uh, that live on the Kansas side or maybe travel right across, what, 15 minutes in some cases for some of you uh, to make a legal wager. It's the first time you can legally do that on the Super Bowl. So we'll talk to Trey Wingo about all the angles and uh, Mahomes as a underdog right now in the game in particular. I will say, though, guys, my mentions were pretty full last night on social media, on Twitter in particular, I should say. People responding to the, the tweets from reporters like Pete Sweeney that mentioned Chris Jones was – ill or is ill and some other players maybe have some illness congestion and things like that everybody said who's is, the ill one on the show they're saying is alex gold ain't to blame. me ain't me um and i had someone else uh text me this morning i heard bob and josh right after uh, right before our show right at the end of their show saying i'm licking doorknobs and this is what's causing illness and all this kind of stuff so i just want to make it very very clear i have i have uh, not contributed to the illness. Are you sure? You I don't not know that. I, would, I, I don't know that. Well, I, I do 100%. One. How do you know that? Here's how one. I know. Here's okay. how I know. Number one, 
uh, have not been near the football team. Did I go to opening night? Yeah, but you could have gone near us, us and we're near the football team. I don't have any of the same symptoms that the, the team has. Symptoms present differently in different yeah, people. Yeah, you remember COVID people, some people would get, they'd lose their sense of smell. Some people would start coughing. I didn't have I didn't have any of that. Um, and it's not it's not COVID, first of all. And they would never announce a, stum- a Christian stomach, type diarrhea. They stomach. would never, they would never put it that way. <laughs> well, he, and you know it. Oh, Christian. He Nick, he could be having about? that symptom, and they would never tell what us. What are you talking about? Frank Clark mentions his stomach problems That's all the time. That's very different. Frank Clark is it's a different. different animal. I'm you're just trying. You. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to clear your name, and it's not going to work. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that you're to blame, and that if Chris Jones can't play on Sunday due to his oh, cold, okay. then what? You're, we're He's blaming you. He's obviously playing on Sunday. You guys don't actually think some sniffles <laughs> are keeping. You're making a lot of leaps today. You don't think sniffles are keeping him out of a football game. Give me a break. Sniffles? Come on. Sniffles. Wow, now he's, now he's undermining his illness. Yeah, and that, that's he's been sick all week, and now he's been undermining Dude, You better stop while you're oh, ahead. does baby not like his sniffles? Yeah. That's essentially what Keep Alex just said. Hole. Keep <laughs> digging that hole, pal. Man, I, didn't even, I can't believe we're going to have to do this. I got blamed for Chapino. You're getting blamed for Chris Jones. Yeah, Till he's healthy. Wow, I had. I did. Till you're healthy, he's on the hook. I did have a few people message me and, and say, "Hey, did Cody make dinner for everybody? Is that why you got <laughs> sick?" Which the last time you made dinner for the show, everybody got sick. So I understand I know, why people went there. That's not where the sickness came from. We don't know that. You just told me we don't know where things come from. We just don't know, man. <laughs> we, we just we don't know. We where simply, <laughs> we simply don't vaguest, know. You know, the vaguest sentence ever uttered. We just don't. <laughs> we know. We don't, don't know, know where things come from. We just don't know. It's a mystery to all of us. <laughs> it's a very like deep universal thought. That's what somebody would say, Nick. Is they're like showing you like the galaxy, like a planetarium. Some things we just don't know where they came yeah, from. Yeah, it's hard to tell. And it's all like spinning, and there's no the stars. <laughs> We're going to go send Nick with a microphone over to uh, Emmanuel Ocho, Brandon Marshall, and it was, it was Sean, Sean, McCoy. Sean McCoy over there. Just go Sean grab a McCoy, mic. we sure run with that? That is not bad. Actually, yes, I would actually would love to have him on the Emmanuel show because Ocho's he sometimes says <laughs> Emmanuel Ocho. He sucks, dude. I don't want either one of those guys he, on the show. What about McCoy? I would t- no, I would take I would take Brandon Marshall. I don't want LaShawn McCoy. I mean, let's be honest. Ocho. I would take either of the three because you don't know what they're going to say on the show. You know who you should really get us? Emmanuel Ocho's wearing a purse. A satchel? That's a purse. You sure he's not holding it for somebody? That is a woman's purse. I think it's <laughs> it's probably his style. It's just style, you know? I think it's just style at this point. At this point? Mm-hmm. Something a, he can pull off that a, you can't pull off. He's not pulling it off. It's I'm here sure? to report. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black leather crossbody purse. Nick's right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you, you guys can hit us up on the Jay Southland Toe Service text line as well, 913-586-7610. Let's stick with the defense a little bit, though, because uh, for, for Spags, we know typically he's, he's going to be aggressive, he's going to blitz. But the one thing in that Cincinnati game, uh, because of how effective the front four were, in particular Chris Jones, Frank Clark, you know, the three sacks on the first uh, two drives of that game against Joe Burrow, he was able to, to mix it up and not have to be as aggressive blitzing, which allowed the secondary and some of those young rookie corners to be more effective and not be on an island quite as much. This go-around against the best offensive line in football, I know you maybe don't think it is, but the best. It's one of the best. I'm not what, arguing what, what that. Is considered I just, I maybe the best. just as good. What do you believe <laughs> that they're actually going to do this go-around? I think, I think that they have to be way more aggressive than they were against them because – as much as we talked about, hey, they got pressure with their front four, they're second best in sacks in the NFL this year, there is still gold, a limitation to that against the Eagles line. You can't just send four and expect to get pressure. Plus, Jalen Hurts, as much as we talk about how good Patrick Mahomes is in those situations, Jalen Hurts hasn't been nearly as – he hasn't been as effective under pressure, which means you're going to have to probably market it in some way. You're going to have to create it in some way. And I think that the blitzing – 
may be at an even slightly higher rate than normal for Spags. I know that that comes with risk because the problem with the Eagles' offense is when you make a mistake, you over-pursue for half a second, they got a back or Jalen Hurts is 20 yards upfield, and you're like, well, that sucked. But you have to force him into mistakes. And to force him into mistakes or those three and outs, I do think it's going to need to be a blitz-heavy game for Spags. I know sometimes I'm like, yeah, Spags, you can blitz a little bit less and it'd be okay. But I feel like this is one of those games where you show everything you've got left in the bag because you didn't have to show any of that against Cincinnati, to your point. You didn't have to put anything on tape against Cincinnati from that perspective because four guys got home all day. Do you really think, though, at this point with, with Spags and this group, though, that there are, you know, other than moving Chris Jones around like they did against, against Cincinnati more so in the regular season matchup, do you actually think there is something, though, that Philadelphia – uh, ha- hasn't seen at this point in time against Jalen Hurts? I, well, I think I just don't feel like they've been tested in that way, you know, mostly because we talked about with their schedule. I know with Jalen Hurts, like, there's something. See, I think that the schedule thing to me more applies for what, what their defense has gone up against more sure. so than what their offense has gone up against defensively because the Cowboys' defense, they played twice this season. The Cowboys' defense was one of the better defenses in, in football. Like, I feel like they have played yeah, that's fair. defenses. I, I'm, I'm more so on the offensive. Uh, I just the don't think they played that many good teams, you know. Like, that goes with the, the strong quarterback play. Just generally speaking, I'm like, okay, you played some good teams, but I don't feel like it's been like a murderer's row. Now, they scored plenty against Dallas. They scored 34 against Dallas in a loss, mind you, and then they scored. With Gardner Minshew at quarterback. Yeah, and then they scored. Yeah, I mean, that, which is probably all the more impressive that they scored 34 mm-hmm. points. But that might have just been like the keeping up thing, right? You were going to have to do it, and we've talked about it. The one-game replacement actually makes it a little bit harder on a defense because – once you get two, three, four games under your belt in that offense, they can kind of predict what to expect out of you. But, I mean, look through these teams. I know we're talking about, like, you know, offensively they've done it. Dallas is a pretty good off or defense. We know that they played them. Detroit, Minnesota, Washington, Jacksonville, Arizona. Tell me, stop me when you think, wow, what a great defense. Houston, Washington, Indianapolis, Green Bay. That's not murderer's row. Like, I don't have to go through the rest of the schedule. It pretty much mimics the rest of that. It's not that they face no good defenses, but they and, – and Kansas City is – by most metrics, a pretty league average defense. But I feel like it's going to require Spags to be more aggressive. I just feel like, and I know a lot of this is what kind of plans do we expect this team to go into the game, but using those corners that way, sticking Trip McDuffie on A.J. Brown one-on-one, that kind of stuff's going to happen in this game. And it just all goes down to the same thing as is, can you not lose a jump ball? Because yeah, I feel like everyone, that is one thing every, every offense still does against Kansas City, right? They just, like, throw up two or three balls a game against one-on-one corners and hope they win. As far as how Jalen Hurts did against the Blitz this year, so he was he was sacked 13% of the time when he was Blitz this year. The average quarterback is sacked like 9% of the time when they're Blitz. So he was, he was sacked a little bit more, and he completed about 62% of his passes when he was Blitz this year. So you know, as far as how, how did he handle the Blitz because of his running ability and having one of the better offensive lines in football, that is not, not an area where uh, I, I think – but his he's overall a, numbers come down a little bit, you know? Like, well, sure, and and I mean, Patrick Mahomes' numbers go up. If you blitz Patrick Mahomes, he's better. Yeah, well, that's been – He's better. That's you been made a mistake. Thing. If you're Philadelphia and you're figuring out, okay, how can we how can we get to him and and get to Patrick Mahomes and make him get the ball out, you know, a it tad is. bit quicker. Well, Mahomes is truly being in the, being in the year for five-plus years as a starting quarterback. At this point, as we've discussed all season long, uh, if you're Mahomes, you've seen every possible look yeah. in the NFL that it has to offer in today's day and age. So I'm not as worried about what they can show. What Jalen Hurts, maybe you could argue, he's still he's still young enough, and in this moment, maybe there is a chance that there's something that he hasn't seen. It is still weird, you know, because Jalen Hurts, like we talk about them as they're a 14-3 team, the same as Kansas City's a 14-3 team. Jalen Hurts was actually 14-1. He only lost a single game the entire year. Does that matter to anybody here? Like, I mean, I've, you go back, you're like, man, damn, he only lost once the whole season. 
Two of their losses were Gardner Minshew. Like what? They didn't even have their regular guy. And I don't know. I, I mean, well, I think that's what's going into the part of the equation when people are looking at. When they're picking Philly. When, when they're picking Philadelphia to win. It's not just the 1 through 53 roster, but they're saying, look, with this guy as quarterback, they've, they've only lost one game. That has to count for something. Now, we know that quarterbacks' win-loss record stats are, are kind of ridiculous going solely, going solely by that. Especially in a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter to me as much. Like, I don't care as much that they're 14-3 and and 14-3 and or that he was 14-1 and and Mahomes is 14-3. and Yeah, okay. He might have lost one of those games anyway. We don't know. I mean, I understand they lost them, but they, you know, the, they could lose to Dallas. They almost lost to Dallas the first time. It's not like they can't lose to Dallas just because Jalen Hurts didn't play. It's a good enough team that they could certainly fall to. I honestly think it, it kind of leans into our conversation, what guys, uh, a week ago we had about the, the Super Bowl MVP or the MVP and the trends that, that show, you know, yeah. basically if you win regular season MVP and you're 0-9 in the Super Bowl, those, those MVPs in, in the Super Bowl. And so what does that say? It talks about the overall roster and how that particularly uh, comes into play. Yeah, I always think about the Cam Newton thing. It's like you can just have great quarterback play for one season and get all the way to the Super Bowl. You can. And that, that might be what the Eagles – like the Eagles are deeper than that. I don't think they're the Carolina Panthers with Ted Ginn and all the stuff that comes into that. They're obviously better than that. Hell, the Chiefs might be more that model. When you go back, like let's say 10 years from now, you go back and you're like, all right, who was on that Chiefs offense the year they won the Super Bowl in 2022? Travis Kelsey will stand out, and then everyone else will just be a bunch of dudes, man. Like, like think about it. There's not going to be another Hall of Famer on the offensive skill position players. It'll be just be a bunch of like, wow, those guys were fine, right? I don't think that you're going to go back through and be like, that guy was a star. Maybe he had a star moment in these games. But Jalen Hurts definitely has more of the guys you'll probably remember for a long time on that offense but only at wide receiver. It's not like Kenneth Gainwell is going to be talked about for the next 15 years in the NFL. <laughs> Although I actually like thinking of that. I'm glad I you, like Kenneth Gainwell. You, you, bring, you bring up Kenneth Gainwell. We'll get to Nixon Noble Notes, but let's go through it. it the Super Bowl, it's the most bet on sporting event in the United States. 16 and, and billion? We, is that what know, I saw the estimate was? It's going to be the largest handle. Yeah, it's going to be the largest handle in, in Super Bowl history because of all the legalized markets. So do you guys have a couple of props? We'll do this uh, a couple of times throughout the next two days or so because everybody's looking at whether even we're talking about the, the Gatorade uh, shower or whatever it may be. Is there a, a prop or two? Or a bet that you guys really like that are other than the spread. We, we're not going to go there. But I think Kenneth Gainwell is an anytime touchdown is kind of interesting. He's gotten some run here in the postseason uh, for Philadelphia. I think there's an opportunity uh, for an anytime touchdown for, for somebody like Kenneth Gainwell in this game. If you look at the anytime. I actually like Jody Fortson as an anytime touchdown. Mm, I, now we're talking. I don't I know that. Like, I'm not just saying that for the show's purposes, just to, like, get Nick interested in the prop bet conversation, whether he is or not. But what, I, am I, what am I, a little kid? Like, you have to, like, dangle a can- piece of candy in front of me <laughs> for me to smile for the well, camera? Well, he hadn't said anything, and then I said, you know, I'd like a Jody Fortson anytime touch on you. And yeah. Yeah, okay. well, I'm letting you guys go. You guys are the hosts. You know, I'm, yeah, just, um, I'm just back here behind the curtain. Did you try to go get us <laughs> a Daniel Acho yet? No. What are, you, what are you talking about? Kenneth Gainwell, plus 360. Go ahead. Oh, I was. Uh, what about Dallas Goddard? What do you got me? What do you got for me on uh, Dallas Goddard over receiving yards? Uh, Dallas Goddard plus one seventy-five for any time touchdown. For an any time touchdown. I have. I think for the last. I think for the last five Super Bowls, I've bet the coin toss. I know it's the dumbest thing to bet on when you think like it's just fifty-fifty shot right, and you get the same odds, and it doesn't matter. But I think the thing I enjoy about it is you like that. That to me is the way to start off betting for the Super Bowl. If I'm going to have 10 bets out there, <laughs> I might as well start with either the national anthem over, under, or the coin toss. Like, I need one of those two just to just be like, okay, well, you, now we're rolling a know, little bit. Let's start making some bets. problem is, like, some of those you can only bet offshore. Like, you can do the coin toss on whatever app that you like, but some of the anthem stuff you can only do 
Yeah, because they went a little less. Yeah, but that's why the coin toss one has been the one I've done more frequently, even though it wasn't. But you know, you 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 go back to our conversation with Steve Palazzolo. What advantage does Philadelphia Mm -hmm. have over Kansas City? It's the game flow, right? They always get out early, build a lead, and they are built to sit on it. They're not a team that's built to come from behind. So if you were to expect Philadelphia to start strong, then. I would probably take somebody like Jalen Hurts for the first touchdown score. Do you guys think that Juju Smith-Schuster's right? Yeah. Do you think Juju Smith-Schuster's over/under is a little low? He's below forty yards right now. What's he done the last month and a half? I know, but and you had to wonder can he make it through a game? Like, can he make it through the full game? Now he's it was a full participant participant unlike Tony yesterday. Yeah, Tony was limited. I mean, there's I, I think if you you feel confident that Juju can make it through a whole game, I find it hard to believe that Juju makes it through a whole game and has less than 38 and a half receiving yards. But has he gone over 38 in any of the last five games? In the last five games, no, but he hasn't hasn't been uh, healthy, clearly. You know what overs... Are we sure about that? Are we sure it's a health thing? Well, this week, I mean, the last... To go back to... Last two weeks. Last three weeks, going, like, overall in, like, real time the last three weeks... I don't. I mean, you're so. It's not like you're very much out on Juju. It was 36 and a half last week. It was 44. And if he and if he would have played the whole game, he was going to get over that total. I have no doubt in my mind, based on the way the game was going. And Marcus Kemp is out there getting catches. So yeah, like I I think 36 and a half would have hit last week if Juju plays the entire game and doesn't get hurt. You know which one's really grown on me? I don't want. I'm not touching Juju. The the Mahomes. (laughs) Come on, right? That's that's a scary one. Yeah, that's because of the injury. I'm a little worried about it. The one that's grown on me is the Mahomes over rushing. I just keep thinking about how much pressure Philadelphia is going to get on Kansas City. I like the idea that Mahomes is going to have to run, and he runs more in the postseason. Isaiah Pacheco set a career high in receiving yards last week. And you're confident that he, he can get over 16 and a half? That's I absolutely, at. because think about it like in these, in these terms. Pacheco last week, and we've seen this growth all season. He's getting more and more trust with the offense. He's yeah. getting more and more trust with Mahomes. He was never a pass catcher at Rutgers. He was never – that was right. the one thing that we thought when, when we saw this two-headed backfield form. McKinnon's going to be your third down back, your pass blocker, first and second down between the tackle runner. That's Pacheco. But as he gets more and more involved in this offense and he earns the trust, they're going to put him – he's just going to be out yeah. there. He's so got over – So got by default, I don't – he wasn't – None of those were designed plays. It was checkdowns. They're just putting him out there more. And if he's going to be out there, we know the underneath stuff's going to be there. We know Mahomes is going to have times when he's going to have to check it down to him. Six, that seems like a slam dunk, doesn't it? Yeah, so he's got over it five times. Like, if you're just looking at the numbers and, and how many and times they didn't he's got over it. didn't even throw to him for, like, ten games this year. Sixteen and a half. Um, yeah, he's, he's got over that number five different times. Last week at six targets. That was the most targets that Juju had. So, anyway, there's just a couple prop bets that are coming to mind for us right now. We can take a look further on. Also, Trey Wingo. Uh, from Caesar Sportsbook and to join us coming up next hour. But, uh, Nick, let's get to your notes. Gotta write something down. Nick's notable notes. I wasn't sure if I would get railroaded here and for another segment edition of Jed Talks with Jed being on the We show thought about today. it, but we want to yeah. be nice to you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, such great work this week. I appreciate it, guys. So, uh, this is obviously one of the biggest storylines of Super Bowl week has been the Andy Reid Bowl, right? Sure. Andy Reid with the Chiefs versus the team he spent 14 seasons with. And I think it's about – it's been one year, one month, and two days since Philadelphia fired Andy Reid. And when you think about the two trajectory of these franchises, specifically what he has built in Kansas City, the Chiefs are an interesting – will you guys stop – Okay, okay. I was you guys are, over there. No, I'm, now I'm distracted. You guys are both staring I'm at Debo watching. Samuel. 
You guys are staring at Debo Samuel right We're now. not allowed to look around? No, you need to look at me. I'm talking to We're you. We're listening to you. You're, st you're not listening. Andy Reebold. You know what? I you're not it. listening. You I said Andy Reebold. It's absolutely been listening what else did to I you. a certain number what of days since he fired him. And you know, guys, you look at the trajectory. When I'm staring, you said trajectory. When I'm staring two people We're in listening. the eyes, and you guys are both <laughs> just like mouth on the jaw on the floor watching Debo Samuel walk by to talk to Pac-Man Jones and LaShawn McCoy, whom you've had no pre-existing relationship with. I'm, I've been with you guys through thick and thin for two years. Okay, focus, all right, focus, I'm listening. attention, I'm listening. attention. All right, all right, all right. Now I'm the one with this. I'm the photographer with the squeaky toy trying to get the kids to look over here. Over here, smile. <laughs> Jeez. This decade... Of the Chiefs, like we think of the Chiefs as this great brand because you think of Lamar Hunt and help building the AFC and the AFL, and the Chiefs are one of the premier brands in the NFL now. But when you go back just a decade ago, it wasn't like that. It's they've never been the Lions, right? They've never been no. the, they've never been the Jaguars, where you think of them as a laughing stock or a bottom feeder. But they were a lost franchise in 2012 before Andy Reid took over. And you think about the series of events that had to take place in order for the Chiefs to even happen. Because the second, I remember that introductory press conference. The second they introduced him, it kind of felt like, can you believe this guy yeah. was on the open market? Can you believe they let him walk? It was an 8-8 eight and eight season. I think it was the second year of Michael Vick. And then they sort of bottomed out at 4-12. and 12, And it was time for a change. And we talk about that all the time with coaches in all sports, right? It's not necessarily that he was doing anything wrong. It's just time for both of them to change. We need change. fresh. And now you starts. see what Andy Reid has built in the decade here, and he's sort of taken a step back. It's just so – it's shocking to me the, the trajectory of this Chiefs I, franchise and what he has been able to build in 10 years now going to three Super Bowls in four seasons. The two most interesting thing, and I know Gold and I agree on this because we were talking about it off the air once. Mahomes changed the franchise. Like, he fixed it. Mahomes didn't fix the franchise. That was a, or Andy Reid did, right? Andy Reid fixed the Chiefs. Mahomes just elevated them. Like, you know, like they were, they were, like, not just, they were lost, lost by the time Andy took over. They were the number one overall pick. They had had a mess across all boards. He showed up and he turned the Chiefs around. And then Mahomes showed up a few, a few, you know, years later and elevated them. The other part is somehow the Eagles have been the team least affected by letting go of Andy Reid. <laughs> the rest of the league well, has gotten worse somehow. Well, it wasn't great. And the Eagles have been in two Super Bowls it since they let go of Andy It wasn't great for a couple of years, right? They immediately hired Chip Kelly, and yeah, they went 10-6 and six the first year, but then all of a sudden, boom, realized that wasn't going to work in the NFL. To your point about Mahomes versus Reid, I think the way that I view it is Reid built the infrastructure for Mahomes to thrive. Not to say that Mahomes wouldn't have had success if he would have been drafted by the Bears or the Saints, but the idea that it would be this level of excellence to me. Right away. There's just no way. There's just yeah, no the, way. The, and the, Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I think uh, any of us have ever seen. He'd be great anywhere. Yeah, but yeah. you still need circumstances and an environment around you to flourish in, which is exactly what Andy Reid had built the, the prior six years before Mahomes Yeah, there's arrived. no way anybody could have ever dreamt of, of how this has turned out. And, and we're not done yet either. I mean, we, we, we talk all the time about how long Andy's going to coach still. And, and I think it truly, as long as he physically is able to, I think the answer is he's, he's going to be coaching here five years from now or more. Um, and and you, you could have been the most optimistic person and love the hire. Uh, but even in 2015 and 2016, in the Alex Smith days, when they were still winning, you know, 11, 11 games or whatever. A lot better than it was. A lot better it was. At that point in time, if I would have said at some point they're going to make a Super Bowl, you would have even been, like, skept very skeptical. You get Patrick Mahomes, and we all heard at camp his rookie year, like, how great he was. You guys had – when Clark was on the show, he mentioned how yeah. Brett Veach was, was texting, texting him, him videos. videos and things like that. Like, 
But even even with that said, there's nobody I really thought we'd be talking about here in 2023 now in Phoenix that they'd be going to the you know third and, and four years, and it it's really now put the Chiefs as the organization you want to follow and be like in the NFL. For for a while, it was the Patriots, understandably so. But the Chiefs are the if you're trying to mimic. Yeah. and copy top to bottom, like ownership and how they get along with the, the front office and front office gets along with the coaching staff, what your quarterback job, loves your coach. Like, it is, you know, t don't take it for granted, like, is what you're kind of saying, Nick. Like, it is perfect right now in it's terms an, of the it, setup that they have. It is. They are the model franchise. It is, yeah. like, the most finely tuned ecosystem in the NFL. And it's what the Patriots, it's not, I'm not saying it is what the Patriots have, but it's. It's what they did. It's what they did. They, they built a culture and everybody top to bottom was on the same page and that is so tough to do with roster turnover coaches leaving front office executives leaving what's funny is they haven't had as much of that as you would think like when the those Chiefs guys do leave no they've been able to hold on to a lot of this well man. they've been able to hold on to the key play i mean yeah they've held on to Bre brett veach andy reed eric bianami and spags has been their defensive coordinator this entire run well yeah since 2019 yeah, ever since they started going to Super Bowls. And the only front office guy they lost was Ryan Poles. No Brant Tillis, no the other guys that they like. That just know? all seems like a mistake, right? <laughs> like, oh, but the other teams, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's. like, just like, you, I mean, how, I mean, maybe this is also, again, going back a credit to what they've really established at Arrowhead uh, and within the organization that, that it, people are willing to stick around. Because you, you, there's no way, maybe not the head coaching opportunities for Spags and EB, but there's no way there haven't been still other opportunities for all these guys. Uh, to maybe be in a little more control in some way. Maybe we'll find out with Eric Bieniemy after the Super Bowl that he decides to go take an OC job somewhere else and, and be the play caller. That is something that definitely could happen. But the fact that they've been able to keep everybody together is a huge part of also why they've been able to go on this kind of run. But doesn't it also kind of make you wonder, you see all the teams that tried, the Chiefs included, hiring Scott Pioli, all the teams <laughs> that tried to tap into yep. the Patriot way and failed miserably and then realized, oh, there is no, there is no stealing the Patriot way. You can't just take one of these pieces and think you're going to get what they built. You just either have it or you don't. Yeah. Bill Belichick I, built it in New England. Andy Reid built it in Kansas City. I'm just glad no, but we're not. I'm glad we haven't convinced ourselves to just call it the the, the, the Chiefs' way. I'm I'm very happy we haven't done that. We don't need to call it the Chiefs' way like they did the Patriots. Who way. are you distracted by? Gronk. Gronk. Gronk, Gronk well, is in the a, house. That's a man worth getting distracted by. Well, Gronk's got a big kick to make, guys. Okay, now we we officially found somebody with a bigger posse than Donna Kelsey. It's massive. <laughs> than Donna Kelsey. Um, Gronk has 12 people. Gronk has a massive kick to make on Sunday. For those of you that uh, that use FanDuel or whatever. Yeah, what is got, that deal? He's got a chance in the third quarter in the game to make a kick. If he makes a kick, those that made a certain amount of wa uh, wager towards the Super Bowl uh, on the FanDuel app prior to the game or prior to a certain time this week uh, will get a share of – uh, is, it, is it $10 million, $10 million or a million? So it might, it most likely it's going to be in a bunch of 5 or $10 free bets. But it's a great marketing idea. And then Gronk is going to actually kick a field goal at the Super Bowl, and he's been practicing, and that's what he's promoting and talking about here on Radio Row. So and I guess go get him, Nick. He's wearing, you don't a, mind. He's wearing a jacket. It looks oh like he's the master. Oh, he's doing like a media scrum right now. There's 17,000 people around him. He's just sitting down answering questions. Go yeah. ask him what it feels like to have Travis Kelsey already surpass him. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you? He's doing a media scrum. You're a media member. Go cover this. This is your moment. This Go is your cover chance, this event. Cody. You cover sports. <laughs> I want you to say, <laughs> you tell, him, tell him you think that Travis Kelsey will be he doing knows. way more at age 40 than he ever could do and that you think How come you didn't take care of your body the way Travis Kelsey did? You could still uh -huh. be playing football. You think about that? <laughs> wow. You ever consider that, Gronk? <laughs> That's all about Gronk. It's not even a question. It's you just know a what, statement. You know the thing about Gronk is he seems like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So, Cody, go start a fight with him. <laughs> That'll be well. Nick and I will be doing the show forever, 
We, oh, I, that happens. I don't think you're making it out We've made this one. like rivalry between Gronk and Kelsey. By every account, they, they, love, just each, like they each love each other. <laughs> and know. nobody dislikes Gronk, but we're just like, you suck. Kelsey's better. He's got idiot. his party Saturday, too, guys. Gronk's beach party again. Well, there, I don't see many beaches around us. It's, uh, it's Phoenix. It's, what beach? It's it's <laughs> the beach vibes. Oh, beach vibes. Beach vibes. You're a big vibe guy. We, you <laughs> big been, vibe nobody guy. talks oh, about dude. vibes more than you. Well, yeah, I, love, Gronk I, beach I love beach vibes. vibes. Are we playing Super Bowl vibes again tomorrow before the show <laughs> ends? Uh, maybe so. Seems like you want us to. Maybe so. I'm just, you know, you know, if, we, if we're interested, I think we should play. What do you think time. would happen if we played that? If we got a, an athlete on, let it, let's say we got Gronk on, somebody, how by a miracle, and would you would you play that song for him? What do you think uh, his sure. reaction would be? Um, I think he'd love it. Hmm. I think Gronk would love my work. You know, we were at Pub Rock, Pub Rock Live last night, and they were playing all sorts of like Chiefs anthems. They were Chiefs playing Red, on the Warpath. Yeah, Red Kingdom by Tech Nine. I noticed they didn't play any of your songs. Hmm. For someone who has m- written so many songs about the Chiefs. It Next was time. a little telling to me that it didn't make like this ultimate Chiefs playlist that was on. Well, I mean, last night. it's not on that level yet. It is not, not on yet, that level. Yet, yet. Those yet. are uh, Nick's to be done. notable notes. We're broadcasting live in Arizona, brought to you by Raygun and Baker University. Up next, how has Mahomes fared against the league's number one defense? It's happened seven times. We'll tell you that. Plus, Trey Wingo of Caesar Sportsbook going to stop by here on Cody and Gold. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 